Katie has gotten in the habit of not grabbing my dick, but bag tagging me. She's Sla- slapping you? my nuts. Yeah. And every time she does, I'm like, what the fuck? That actually hurts. She's Why like, she oh, do? I didn't. Because she thinks it's cute. To smack you in the nuts? We have a weird relationship. This is Don Hall. And I'm David Himmel. And this is the Literate Apecast. advised that the Literate Ape cast is recorded for adults with adult themes and language. If you are easily offended, best to cover your ears. But then why listen to a podcast, dumbass? According to science. I love science. David, I fucking love science. According to science, the following things mm. prove you are more intelligent than the people that don't do these things. Well, this must be real because science is these in the business scienti- of proving. These yeah. are all science, junk science, but they're scientific. Apparently, you are smarter than normal people if you have a messy desk, if you can't sleep, if you like cold showers, if the sound of chewing annoys you, if you doodle on paper, if you criticize yourself, if you daydream, if you talk to yourself, if you procrastinate, if you bite your nails, oh. if you have bad time management, and if you use foul language, all of these have been proven on some sort of junk science that these things indicate somehow hold on to being immature and inconsiderate. You're just smarter than everybody else. So who are these scientists? No. All right. Now... I sometimes have a messy desk. Does that and mean then, you're smarter or you're just lazy? Well, it just means that I probably haven't gotten around to organizing. I had a bunch of shit going on. and then. But I also sometimes have a clean desk because I'm like, I need to straighten this so shit up because it's distracting desk, me. you're not smart. I'm well, I tell you what. When I have a clean desk, mm-hmm. I feel smarter. Mm. When I have a clean home, I feel smart because I, I just science, clear out the shit. I just get out of the way. says that when you clean up, you're not smart. So even though I feel smarter and you're I'm more not. productive you're not. You're, with you're a clean Trump, desk, you're Trump fooling yourself. I'm, I'm wrong. Apparently, a messy desk means you're smarter. So I'm and meeting. The fact that I'm meeting my, late at night. I've got and a can't clean desk. At night means you're smarter. I've got a clean desk. Yeah. I'm meeting my deadlines. I'm churning out good work for those yeah. deadlines. Uh-huh. But I'm still stupid, or not as smart as you're I could be. Not as smart as someone that is late with their stuff, has bad time management, can't sleep at night, and likes cold showers. Sometimes I can't sleep at night because I've just got shit on my mind, and sometimes I sleep really well. So sometimes I'm smart. Sometimes yeah, I'm not. That, you know, it's it, it, it's it's. It's I just want to know. Well, I see them all on Facebook. I see them on Facebook all the time. I see them on Twitter all the time. It's like these, oh, science. It's clickbait. But yeah. science tells you that this bad habit indicates that you're smarter than everybody else. And I was looking at the list. So let's look at this list. Hold on. Yeah. A messy desk. Okay. Stays up really late at night. Okay. It's cold showers. Maybe they like cold showers because they don't have any heat. Because it's fucking hot out. I yeah. love a cold shower. The when sound it's hot of out. chewing annoys them because they're around people. Apparently, they're around people that chew with their mouth out. Oh, Katie, yeah. okay. they doodle on paper. They daydream. They talk to themselves. They procrastinate. They have bad time management and they cuss a lot. God damn it! That sounds just like a Trump supporter. Are we saying that Trump supporters are smarter than us? Are we saying that people that are homeless? are smarter than us? Are we saying that college students that dropped out of college 
are smarter than us because they exhibit all of these incredibly inane and in, in, in adolescent sort of things? Is that what's being said by junk science? Apparently we are. So is this just junk science way of saying, don't feel bad about the fact that you're a piece of shit. Just embrace it. Know that you're a piece of shit and you're a piece of shit, so you're probably smarter and better than everybody else. I think, because I've read some of these articles. Yes. Um, I think the messy desk one, because I do sometimes have a messy desk, but I also love a clean desk, so, so that I, headline attracts me. Like, I well, let's see. foul language, so I, I have horrible I just language. assume yeah. that I'm yeah. smarter than everybody else because I say fuck a lot. Which but is, there's also like, if you say fuck, it's because you don't know the word that you really mean. No, I mean fuck. No, I mean because fuck if I, I said fart, fuck. it wouldn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. If I call you a jerk, that means one thing. But if I call you a fucking asshole, yeah. there's a difference there's a there. difference, yeah. and, and, and I will not live. I will not live my life like the TNT version of Die Hard. And you shouldn't. And no one should. Because that version sucks. It sucks. Uh, but so the, the messy desk one. I think they say that Einstein had a messy desk. I, I, I don't know. I never saw his... I, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I, right? He didn't have a comb. So, if Einstein had a messy desk, like, all the time? Like, he never once had a clean... What about the day that he bought his desk? Moved it into his office? What about the day he hired the Mexican I, woman to come in and clean it up? Were Mexicans in the country then? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but it's... It, who are these scientists? Like, it just, yes, you're right. It feels like this thing to, to quantify or qualify your your own failures or what you think because fuck it your desk is messy who gives a shit yeah. to me it's right? like saying obvious ideas obvious reasons these studies prove that being a giant fat ass means you're gonna live longer that's I was gonna go there next like there's this idea of the like be proud of your body right like the I'm not fat, I'm curvy. But why should well, you be proud of your fucking body if your body's out of shape? Here's the thing, is that everybody finds beauty, like there are people that will find, you know, morbidly obese people beautiful. Fucking sure. Right on, go for it. Like I say, no matter when, who you are, no matter how fat or ugly you are, how short, how hair-lipped, whatever, you get on the L every single day, there are three people that look at you randomly and go, yeah, I'd tap that. Yeah. I want some. Right, right. Just happens the way it but, works. It's but don't insane. mistake... The, you know, Marilyn Monroe, uh, uh, Jane, uh, Mansfield. Jane Mansfield were curvy, like compared to like Kate Moss and, you know, right? Like yeah, they, they were not like Jane Mansfield was not skinny. No, she was robust. She wasn't fat. She knew, but she was, she, she, she you know, wasn't white. Uh, I mean, fuck she my, take, my wife. She could take a punch. It, she, yeah, right. <laughs> she I don't, I, I never punched her. No, I didn't either, but that just was And here's another thing. Laugh. And I asked the feminist this. At what point is it okay to start hitting women? I just, it's, I'm just throwing it out there. For all things being equal, hashtag really, me too, punch me too. I'm yeah, just, it's uh, really never okay to hit a woman, but that's just and because why? I, I grew up watching my mom get hit. So I just, fair I, enough. I'm not, I'm not, in, that, that's my upbringing and not anything else. And I think, and of course, like, don't hit women. I, I get yeah. it. I'm, I'm, I was kidding a minute ago. I'm but, a little bit like Bud White in LA Confidential. But I would I say it's time that we change that to don't hit people that are weaker than you. And I think that's appropriate. And if there's Which a means, woman who could beat the shit out of you... What's the, what's the, what's the UFC right? chick that... Uh, yeah. Uh, Ro uh, uh, Rousey? Uh, yeah. Uh, Ronda, Ronda Rousey. Rousey. Yeah, you know, okay. 
If she took a slug at me, I would probably take a swing back at her. And she would she fucking she laugh shit at you. Out of me. She, she would beat the laugh. shit out of me, which means it's okay for me to give her a smackdown yeah. if I try. Right. I'm not going to win. Right. But she shouldn't hit me because right. I'm obviously weaker than yeah. she is. Yeah. So then it's her. She needs to not hit you know women, meaning me. Yeah. But it's like, I, I totally got derailed with the, my stupid comment about when it is okay to hit women. Uh, and it's not... It's not. I'll explain why in show notes. You no, know, it's like a Bill Burr thing where it's like, uh, yeah. there's always <laughs> yeah, right. a reason to hit. Yes. <laughs> you just don't do it. She's got a cle- she's got a cleaver coming at your ass. Yeah. She cheated on you with your best friend. Yeah. There's a reason to hit her. Right. But you don't do it. That's a Bill yeah. Burr. I can't take credit for it, but I think it's one of his best routines. Yeah. Uh, so I totally derailed myself from what I was going to say, but I, I yeah, I, it's. It just sounds. Oh, I know the, the 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 weight thing. So if you're morbidly obese and it's like my body's beautiful because uh, I'm curvy, like there's a difference between being Jane's Jane Mansfield curvy and being obese. Yeah, yeah. And it's not to say that one is more attractive than the other because beauty's in the eyes of the beholder. But if you're at health risks, maybe you shouldn't have so much pride in your unhealthy body. And that goes for super skinny people too. Like. It, it, it doesn't make sense. Like, my body's beautiful. You might think so, but you're slow. Hey, Karen Carpenter, you're slowly dying. You know, yeah. like that's so, I think we're, we're fudging things a little bit too much to avoid the work we want to do or to feel bad about ourselves and encourage ourselves to do better. Well, you know, I mean, I remember going to Six Flags. This was last summer. And we were getting on the, uh, what, what's the, the, what the bull? What's the, the bull? The, Bullshit. Raging bull, raging bull, and we're getting on, and we get in our you know like seats, and they push the thing, and there's a guy with his family, and this guy's so fucking fat that they can't put the har- the harness will not lock in right. place. He's so fucking fat. Yeah, and he's waited in line for you know forty five minutes like the rest of us. Because they don't do a weight thing or a width no, thing. They, they just do, do a height. Thing. He seriously, yeah. he can sit in the seat barely, but they can't get the latch to latch on. He's too fat. Yeah. And this is the thing I thought was fascinating is that no one working there would say to him what was obvious to everyone around him, mm-hmm. you're too fucking fat to ride this ride. But see, they should because that's a safety but issue the thing for is him. They, nobody would say it. They just, they kept having different people come over and to try, try to jam that goddamn, you know, like harness oh, to get it to lock. Yeah. And I mean, they got bigger and bigger guys to like fucking get it to lock and they couldn't do it without hurting him. But he really was insistent that he yeah, could ride the sure. ride. And all the rest of us are like, can we fucking ride we the ride? Go? Get yeah. off the ride, you fat fucker. I mean, that's what we're thinking. We yeah. don't want to say it to his face. But nobody wanted to say, dude, you're just too fucking fat to ride this you're ride. T- to safely ride this ride. It's not the... No, no not even safely. The thing about it is the harness... You literally couldn't shut. ride it, yeah. If all well, the but that's, but that's a safety shut, thing. But all, if all the harnesses are not shut, the ride doesn't It won't go. Work. Right, right. So unless this guy gets You're technically it, too big. You are too big to ride this yeah. ride. And nobody wanted to say that to him. And they just kept trying until he finally went, well, I guess I can't ride it. And he gets off. I mean, you know. <laughs> that's, that's a great fact. I guess I'm just I'm too I'm too outside. It was just, you know. And I, I, this is the thing. There was a part of me that did, yes, the empathetic part of me that felt bad. How embarrassing. 
Because sure. he was in front of fucking everybody. Yeah. No, that's hard. Yeah. But I, yeah. It's not like he woke up that morning and went, what the what fuck? What the fuck? Yeah. I weigh as much as three human beings. I shouldn't have had that cake pop. Ah! Yeah. You know, it, it didn't happen. He knew he was a big fat ass. Well, and this is this is the thing is I don't want to shame the fat people or the skinny people or the messy anybody. people or the nail biters or the, shame the people anybody. who chew too loudly but or whatever that, it is. But that doesn't mean you should be proud of it. Right. Like, well, I'm always late, but I love me. Yeah, but you're you're inconveniencing a lot of other people. Not cool, and I'm I tend to run late. Like I'm, I I'm don't. sometimes that you're, yeah, that you shit don't. Drives me crazy. I'm sometimes an asshole about that, and I fucking hate it. I hate Katie hates it about me, and I yeah. try to do to do better. I really do, but sometimes I'm just running late because I get fucking distracted or whatever the fuck the reason is. Leave fifteen minutes earlier every time. To, right, like yeah, like That's just what you gotta do. like right, and ultimately David just fucking do it, man. Just leave. Earlier, figure your shit out, right? That's and I'm telling myself this. That's all you gotta do. Don't be fucking late, man. Traffic, you don't be different fat. story. Don't eat as many calories as you burn. And if you burn well, no calories, then don't eat any food. Well, we get in. I was just gonna say. I mean, we get into like this not is, all fat people are. Just, it's because they eat too much. Sometimes it's no, no. like if I'm. If you look at the statistics, if you look at the statistics, and okay. there are medical statistics, only about ten percent of all people that are classified as obese or morbidly obese, only about ten percent. Are that way because of thyroid problems or any kind okay. of chemical thing. Sure. Ninety percent are fat because they eat too much fucking food. Okay. That is it. Yeah. And they don't get enough physical exercise. Right. And and you know the interesting thing. I, this is interesting. It's fascinating. The army, specifically the army special forces, is in a crisis situation right now. Okay. You know why? They don't have enough wars. No, there are not enough healthy, able-bodied young men to recruit. Sure. That that because they, they you know pretty much they blame or at least I say they the the person that I heard that was a representative uh, basically blames uh, video game video game culture is that p- that kids aren't going out for sports they're sitting around on their ass playing video games on their fucking phones and eating yeah fucking but you know Cheetos. what those guys will make great drone pilots yeah well you know what that's not the future yeah. Well, you know, yeah. if they die, if they die before they're twenty-two, then they're pretty lousy drone pilots because they don't live long enough to have the experience because they just sat around and ate fucking ho hos. Yeah, I mean, I know that's the thing is this comes from, and I, you know, it's like this comes from a former fat guy. You were a fat guy. I was a fat guy. I weighed. I didn't up, know I, you when you were fat. I had a fucking head like goddamn Shrek. Rory Zacker, one fat of our guy. one of our friends. Yeah. He he uh, he wears it well. Well, I, I he's he's, he's, not, he's a not a fat guy. guy. He, he was a chubby big, kid, and I give him. Yeah. But he knew you when you were mm-hmm. fat. So when he saw you again years later, it shocked. He was like, because he texted me, he's like, "Who? That's Don Hall from my comedy sports thing." He was a fucking beast back then. Uh-huh. And you showed me a picture of you, and I went, yeah. "Oh my god!" Yeah. Yeah. So, but it like it's this. Uh, it's making yourself okay with these things that aren't okay, and. Yeah, if weight, I and around, I, don't th- I don't think weight is as big a thing. I think the weight is less. Years ago, and went. You know, I'm so I'm I'm not fat. I'm big boned. I'm wide. I'm proud to be. A, you know, fuck off. Well, I here's the thing. Never had any impetus to lose the. You could weight. say. I just went. Jesus Christ! I'm a fat ass, and I'm wearing a. I'm wearing 48 inch jeans. And you, but I'm you, what you could myself. say is, God, I am. If you weight. were, I'm comfortable in my body, in my 48 waist jeans body. I wasn't. Doesn't matter. Let's nobody just say that you is. are. But you, you don't know nobody no, is. Nobody's comfortable. Where Devil's advocate here. When though. you gotta walk up the fucking stairs and you can't breathe after okay, four. Okay. Well, then you're that's not happy with who you are. I'm sorry. 
That's just not true. And okay, but I, mean, I understand that if you keep saying it, you'll believe that you're happy. Well, about I think it, that that's not. the issue. Is that at what and point it's not like is everybody's going to be Kate Moss then? But for Jesus Christ, Kate Moss is gross. It's gross. But you know, be healthy, and and, and you know, it's not like you have to have be a healthy desk. Or don't clean, be. Fucking but, kill yourself. But, but clean don't. your fucking desk off, you know? And or I don't. Care don't. If you like cold showers? That doesn't make you smart. No. It just means you like cold showers. But don't clean your desk off. Yeah. Have a fucking messy Bite desk. Your fucking nails. It doesn't mean you're smarter than anybody else. No. It just means that you just like to chew on your fucking nails. Or you don't like to chew on your nails and you just can't fucking quit. Fuck it. Doesn't there matter. You go. But it's, it's when it becomes this inconvenience. Like, well, David's late again. Yeah, but you know what? I'm late because I'm smarter than all of you. So sorry that I inconvenienced you. Smart guy had to smart guy. do whatever he had to do to had yes, to take well, his sweet ass fired. time. That's how smart you well, are. Well, I'll find a new job because I'm smart as a whip because I will show up late to that interview and, and they'll know. A couple months later, you will be the smart guy who has the habits of living on the street. All right. So Aziz Ansani has now been offered. Uh, Netflix has said, "Hey, dude, we're, we're you know you got me tooed, and but we're gonna ignore all that. We're gonna we're gonna you know we're gonna we cleared you, whatever. You are welcome to do another season of Master of None." Wait, as he yeah, he, I I thought he he died. Aziz Ansani? Didn't they kill him? No. Why the fuck not? He had a bad date. Well, he had there. You go. They had a bad date, and it was and Don. It, he needs to die. Uh, Chris Hardwick. Has now gotten all his jobs back. What? After, after he was me too'd. But he had an ex-girlfriend that was angry with him. It's true. She wrote a medium, a medium post. Didn't name medium it. Medium matters. It's true. It's true. James uh. Gunn, while he has been supported by thousands of fans and the entire cast of Guardians of the Galaxy, probably will not get rehired by Disney. Oh man, I really hope he does. God, I want he's that money. I would love it if he was, but he's not going to get rehired. So Disney didn't play that game. So so Aziz Ansari, he he did his time. Yeah. And okay, you did you did your community service, time served, whatever. Well, time served. Come on back. Kid for a while. Yeah. Oh. So is this okay. is this the end of Me Too? Is the backlash? Is the equilibrium coming in the Me Too Maybe. title wave? I I, I don't want to see Me Too go away because I think there's parts of it that I think are it's good. Brilliant. Yeah, I think that you know the idea, um, but but the overcorrection of it. Yeah. The equilibrium they're talking yeah. about that I hope that we're getting to the equilibrium now because. Yeah, man. But the, the guy, the guy is, had a weird date. Are we now? Are we now? Are we now kidding? Is there going to be? Is the backlash or the equilibrium? Is it going to be out out backlash? And start to, to are we, go back are we to calling people back? Like, is, ignore, does, like does Al Franken get his ignore. Senate seat back? Yeah, well, like, are we going to start actively ignoring people's uh, complaints again? Actively ignoring them, probably not. Looking at them, uh, you know, with a fine tooth comb and a magnifying glass, and really assessing things, and not just blowing them out and sending them to you know exile based on accusations. So what you're saying play is out. that we're no longer going to just blanket believe women. Well, I, I, well, I don't, it's not just women, it's, it's mostly women. I think, Me too are, are, are we done, well, wasn't Kevin Spacey's accuser a Me yeah, Too thing too? Yeah. All right, I, I can see that, yeah, that makes sense. Um, are we going to blanketly... Kevin Spacey and Terry Crews. Uh, yeah. Terry Just, Crews was Me Too, he was, he, he, he was assaulted, he was raped or right. inappropriately touched or something like that. Brendan mm -hmm. Fraser had his dick grabbed. Which is funny to me because guys, for the most part, would love to have somebody grab their dick. 
almost all the time. I don't even know what grab your dick means anymore. Just like grab, I mean, but yeah, you know, and I understand why women don't want their pussies grabbed because that's it's weird. But dudes, that's intrusive. I mean, dudes grabbing a, a dick's whole, pretty easy. There's a whole movement of guys that are virgins that would kill to have somebody just randomly walk up and grab their dick. Katie has gotten in the habit of not grabbing my dick, but bag tagging me. She's Sla- slapping you? my nuts. Yeah, and every time she does, I'm like, "What the fuck? That actually hurts." She's why like, "Oh, she I didn't," because she thinks it's cute to smack you in the nuts. We have a weird relationship. Dana just jumps on me and like dry humps me. We're both German, so there's a lot of that. Right, like, there's that you thing. know, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But flicking your balls. It's not a flick. Does I mean, it's it's a thwack. Ball? Does she thwack the the child's balls? No, but she could because that kid's got a Please. speed bag for balls. Oh, I mean, does he get does he get a set? Yeah, I, he might be Irish. I mean, he was born seven minutes before sure St. Patrick's Day. Sure, where Zachary's not his dad? No, I mean, no, sure I'm not sure of that. I mean, He's based on the size, based on the size of his nutsack. Yeah, I'm not sure you're not his dad. Yeah, it's true. I mean, you've looked at my wife. Like you've seen her. She's hot. She's and, totally hot. And you have this way of, like, you look at a woman. I, you know, she's I'll, extra fertile. Like, you know, you know, this this the thing. This thing. I didn't meet her before you did. I pretty much. I, I'm pretty sure I did not have sex with your wife even in an alley because I even kind of remember <laughs> all of those women. And I did have sex with my wife in an alley. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So that's how you get her pregnant. Harry was an alley baby. He is, and he was nearly a dumpster baby. But we yeah. love him so much but now. Yeah, you kept him. We yeah, love him so much. Because I can dress him up. We play. You kept him even we though, play Avengers even and, though yeah. there's that hanger mark on his forehead that'll go away eventually. Uh, we hope so. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Or at so, least look like a cool scar. So the, and not, but the, yeah. again, the question is, the que- going back to the original question, the question is, is are we hitting equilibrium And is that a good thing or a bad thing? I'll answer the second question first. All right. It is a good thing. Equilibrium is always a good thing. It means you don't fucking fall over and smack your head on the sidewalk. So being equal, which is what equilibrium is, is a very good thing. Whether we're there or not, time will tell. We'll have to see how the shit plays out. So we'll have to see what happens when the next celebrity is accused of celebrity, politician, you know, public figure. There's... Is accused of whatever. There, there, there is the argument that this has only been Me Too's only been going on for like six months. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like it's not like this. It's not like this is a movement that's been going on for seventeen years. This isn't even the House of Un-American Activities Committee. This isn't even McCarthyism, although it's branded as a witch hunt. It's yeah. not even. It, I mean, six maybe six months. You know, and so is it? Are we do? Is it time for equilibrium, or should there be a bit more? I think it was time for equilibrium at the beginning of it. I mean, like, let's get rid of the bad guys. Like the, and most of them are guys, yeah, right? Well, there yeah. hasn't been a woman yeah, yeah. yet that we know of. Um, that we know of, you know, you and I. Um, so let's get rid of the bad guys. Yeah, absolutely. Harvey Weinstein needs to fucking go. You know, but James Gunn, no. Kevin Spacey, I don't care. Al Franken, no. Aziz Ansari, not at all. And this isn't because I'm fans of them, because I'm not a huge fan of Aziz Ansari. Master None is good. I don't yeah. dislike the guy, but eh, I could take him or leave him. But no, he did not deserve the shit that he got no. for that at all. Um, so I think Equilibrium would have been good at the very beginning, where we look at things thoroughly, we spend some time thinking about it and say, are these accusations correct, and do they deserve a but punishment? But isn't that victim shaming? No. No. Absolutely if not. If the victim says that, you know, David Hemmel, 
you know, said this terrible, inappropriate joke, uh, and I feel completely offended and, and violated, that then the response to that is, well, let's take a, t- a little bit of time and, and investigate the facts, when it's really just between the two of you. Well, because I mean, innocent until proven no, guilty. But the thing is, there's no proof. If, it, if, if you say to some random lady that works with you at work, and you go, wow, nice set of tits, and she's like really offended, but there's nobody around to hear it. And she goes to HR and she says, I want David fired because he, he sexually harassed me by talking about my nice tits. And you say, I didn't say it. You know, or I, if I said it, I don't remember saying it or whatever your fucking excuse is. There's no way of, it's like, that's the problem with the idea of due process when it comes to this kind of stuff is that 90, 99% of this stuff, there's no witness. Right. There's no physical evidence. So... What is due process in this sort of thing? Well, okay, so that's so there's two things here. One is, yeah, in that situation, shit gets mucky, right? Like, oh yeah, he said, she said, no witnesses, and I, I'm not an HR manager. I don't know exactly how I would do it. And I'm gonna say how I would do it now in a very loose well and, way and with with the caveat that HR is not about the, it's not about the not about the employee at all. It is about no. the corporation saving face. That's and I think in HR that situation, what I would expect the HR person to say to me, to us, to the, to the victim, uh, alleged victim, um, all right, David's going to be on some kind of suspension because we've got, it's a, he say, but not fired, but some, he's got to have so some kind of, suspended without pay, let's say. I don't know. I, right, I, mean, I don't know. Is it suspension? Is it someone, do we not work together? I don't know. But maybe it's just, she wants your job. Maybe she, because the idea that women aren't liars as much as men or women aren't women predators. Are liars, is, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah they are. So they maybe are. they're lying. So what about, so that, that becomes, it really begets the question of what exactly, if, if, if those of us that are male are crying out for due process, what the fuck does due process look at look like in an, in an issue where there is no witness, no physical evidence, no recording? For the most part, it really is someone saying I'm victimized and someone saying I'm not the victimizer. And in and, and, and that you know that part of the problem is then you have to look up their sexual history. You have to you look, have to look at history. history, you have to look at you behaviors. Look at, which sure. is blaming the victim, it's blaming the it's I, that's like, not blaming the victim. So, what, See that's the thing is that you also have to look at you talk about victim shaming. What does shaming mean? If to shame or blame the victim is to shame and blame the victim. If if you say to me, if if Dana says, if I'm HR and this yeah. is our literate podcast, yeah. if producer Dana says to me, and you guys aren't married, right? okay, let's just assume that. And she says, Don grabbed my tits, and I say, that's did you want him to? Did you no, I don't. That was uninvited. I'm not comfortable with that. Okay, great. Don, did you grab her tits? Absolutely not. She's making that up. All right, so I do whatever I've got to do to figure out so behavior. What, so and, the question is, what do you got to do? But me looking into it. So what are you looking into? I don't know, but that doesn't matter so right no, now. No, it does matter. Well, hang on, hang on, because that doesn't matter. If you're looking at her to like, swing her tits naked, she does it all the time. But that's she not shaming mo- her. She is a model who undresses routinely in front of grown men. Right. You know, I mean, so in that situation, you know, if, if there's no evidence and all you're doing, and what have I done? I have had no history of grabbing tits. I've had no one that said I grabbed tits before. You made um, a point of saying, I'm an ass man anyway. Or what, exactly. You know, right. <laughs> so what's the due process if you're looking at a woman's sexual history or just her, her proclivities or the way she uses her body, you're looking at the man for any kind of like prior 
mm-hmm. thing. You don't find anything. How do you? How is your due process? Well, they're two there? separate things. I don't know. I don't know how to answer what is a due process. I don't have the answer for that. That is a a serious and important and convoluted thing to figure out. It is very very thick. Yeah. And it's important and it needs to be figured out. And it's on a case by case basis. That shit is heavy. Yeah. But the other issue is doing an investigation, which needs to be done, is not the same as victim shaming. Rory comes to you, your HR. Yeah. And Rory comes to you and says, Don fucking walked up and grabbed my nuts and started to stroke my dick until I told him to stop. And when I told him to stop, he did. I would say, well, first the first question, thing is you're gonna do is you're gonna go, okay. Did you ask for it? What you, I mean, did, of course he didn't ask. Well, for no, it. the first thing I'm gonna do, honestly, the first thing I'm gonna do yeah. is go. He just grabbed your your nuts and then started stroking your dick. Was your dick out? Well, you know, but let's where say, was this? What was the situation? I, let's say he says I came up and I unzipped his pants and I pulled his Johnson out and started tugging on it like it was a rope. See, right then I'm not going to believe that that was assault because you have to go through a lot of barriers. Well, there's a lot of, barriers, a lot of gatekeepers I, I myself to get through it, that and shaft. Way, you know, and the, the, Rory's a big guy and he's a powerful personality, but he ain't Don Hall. I mean... So I've got a lot of... If you like push him down, unzip... Yeah. Yeah. But, okay. And so they say, you know, but, what I, but he says, when I said stop, he did... Then okay, because you and let I it want, happen up to that I, point. And I want him, and I want him. So you're saying it's the victim's fault. So you are in fact saying it's the victim's fault without knowing anything about me, without going. Let's look at Don. How many times has he been accused of pulling dicks out and jacking them on? And how many times did he not stop when he was said? When he, and if every time I pulled dicks out and I jerked him off, and yeah. somebody said, "Could you stop jerking my dick off?" I stopped. Well, this is, time, this is the Aziz Ansari case. No, actually, it's the Kevin Spacey case. Okay, all right. That was what I was referring to. Because that's kind so, of what Kevin Spacey has been accused of. Okay, is yeah. coming on to younger guys that he's working with, you know, kind of grabbing on their dicks, playing around, and then saying stop, and then him And then stopping. he stopped, yeah. I don't, see, I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. I don't either, but this is... Because I've been... He's from he's lost all this work. Not, not the same thing at all. But I've, I've had sex with women I didn't want to have sex with. Yeah, I'm not going to say I was raped, but there was this girl, and I, I wasn't ready to have sex with her because I actually liked her, yeah. so I didn't want to rush into things. Because yeah. I, anyway. I used to have a rule that if you, you, but you never sleep anyway. with women, yeah, because she was on it, she wouldn't fucking leave me alone. I'm like, stop. I'm not. Did and you say stop? I think I did. Wow, all right. I think I did. So she raped you. Ha, I don't know, because if I eventually gave stop, in. I was like, ah, fuck it, it let's just screw. Which is, which is coercive rape. That's what, that's what coer- coerce, coercive rape is. So, is but then... They wear you down till you finally just go, fine, get it over with. But then I, I actively kept sleeping with her. Because okay. I, I wanted to sleep with her. I just didn't want to sleep with her that it night. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. For the first time that night, I didn't want to sleep with her. You know, it, you know? It, it makes no difference. Some of the women that Harvey Weinstein is being accused of raping kept coming back for jobs. See, that's a problem. They kept coming back for, for work. They and I realized, the but the Harvey Weinstein is different than mine because there's a power thing there. And the power I can't speak to. I cannot speak to a boss who, you know, coerced me into doing something I 
did or did not want to do and kept doing later. You know, and keep to keep going back for sex is different than keep going back for work because Harvey Weinstein is was well, Harvey pretty, Weinstein. This is the thing: if he makes it pretty clear the only way you're getting in a movie is you suck his dick, and you keep coming back and sucking his dick, you kind of you kind of signed on the dotted line. Shame on you, but fuck that guy too. Well, and I think you know, fuck him more, but shame on have you. Have you seen him? He's gross. He's not getting laid any other way. I know, I know. I mean. But I, I mean, I that's mean, I that's the thing. I'm not, I'm not yeah. making light of that situation. Well, but the, yeah. the fact is, it just. Seems... But it is very complicated, and for if if you get to the point where you fish a guy's dick out of his pants and start jerking him off, he had to have given some leeway. Victim shaming. You're victim. You're I'm not shaming victim, him. You're saying the victim is at fault. I'm posing the question. Did the victim allow it to happen? And if so, under what circumstances? But if he said Was stop, it out of fear? But if he said because stop... Because if there's gun then, to head... If he said stop, then, that's, then that is sexual assault. If he said stop, even if I quit, even if I went, oh, he said stop and I stopped, it's still sexual assault based on what we're, we're talking about in the, in, in the Me Too I mean, meme. Yeah, I, I guess. So here's, here's the thing exactly, is that it's... It really is a case-by-case basis. It's really... There's a lot of minutia that is no longer minutia. It becomes really important. Those so details become very important. There's context, context matters. There's context to consider in every single case. But like not, with that with that girl with Iris who did what she did to me. You know, like... Yeah. I, I call it obligatory sex. Like she came she came from another state. She helped me move into my apartment. She was a friend. I did kind of like her. I just wasn't ready to sleep with her just yet because I wanted to make sure that... I actually like that this was gonna go somewhere because I knew like I knew how I was at the time and it's like if I fucked her, I'd be done with her I'm like ah I'm fucking I'm over it you know like it was just this this you know alpha male conquest thing sure I didn't want to do that you know like I I liked her so like let's get a relationship going you know bang on the first night okay I didn't know that, that was my that was my rule that I was my heard about that yeah that was my rule if I don't fuck him on the first date then you know yeah okay well I mean it did although it's rare um, that's I didn't uh, Dan and I. Didn't on the first date. See, there you go. Neither did Katie and I. Although I tried, shamelessly, but I was. I didn't fucking... try on the first date because we were in a public place. Oh, we but were in a public tried, place, but I tried I didn't anyway. Try, I tried to get like, her home. Come home with me. Like Come that. on. She's like, I've got a dog, and I'm like, fuck your dog. Fast forward a few years, I get I get a tattoo of the dog on my arm because I love her so much. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's it's contextual because I did ultimately want to sleep with her. I just didn't want to do it that night, but she convinced me to do it. Which is what guys, which is what women have said, is a guy convinced her, coerced. That's what convincing is. But there was no... Convincing you to do something that you don't really want to do is called coercion. Right. And but the difference between me and Iris and Kevin Spacey and whatever the fuck his name was sure. and, and Harvey Rapp. Weinstein and anybody, Anthony Rapp, um, is that there was power at play. So wait a minute. Iris had no power. So 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 if if the only I, power was boobs and well, pussy. No, but if so, so what you're saying is is if I go to my boss, if I have a boss, yeah, my boss is obviously has more power than I do, mm-hmm. and I coerce her into having sex and she doesn't want to, and I fuck her anyway, and she's uncomfortable with it, and then later on she says that was coercive rape. It's not rape because I wasn't in a power position, or is it just because I'm a man, I'm naturally in a power position, so that doesn't count anymore? I, I mean, that's, that's a tricky... 
Because you could make the argument that all men are in a power position compared to women. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. But I think that, again, to my point, that this is why all of these cases need to be looked at very closely and there needs to be a system figured out on how to handle these things differently than we've done in the past. It's different there's than your no standard. This. It's there's different just, than your standard judicial yeah. system where there's, there's a murder or yeah. a clear well, rape. That's the thing you is, know, there's just no evidence. So how do you deal with? How do you deal with it? Effectively, yeah. a hearsay accusation and a hearsay I don't know. denial of accusation. But I think we need the equilibrium to allow us time to find out the right way, because even if Kevin Spacey or Aziz Ansari was arguably inappropriate. Like, they find, the finding is like, you were inappropriate, but it's not rape. Or, you know, you put yourself in a bad situation. Yeah, but she was got a show taken away from him. Garrison because Keeler, yeah. Because when he was putting his hand around a woman's... He put his hand on her For back. a picture or something. To, yeah, and he put like his hand on her butt back. Or something? No, on her back. Oh, that was it? It was not on her butt. It was on her back. Was Al Franken the one that allegedly... Grabbed the boobs. But there was one like he took a picture and it like was his yeah, yeah, yeah. low or something. Some shit. But but Garrison Keeler got a show taken away from him and you know, chased off mm-hmm. you know, with fucking pitchforks because a woman said it made her uncomfortable that he had his hand on her on her back. Don't take pictures with people. If you don't like being close to people, because that's sound that's what it sounds like to me. Well they, that's victim shaming. That's saying it's her fault. She that felt one, uncomfortable. Sure, fine. That one, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shame her. Because shut the fuck up. All right, Simeon cohort. Here's Don and David with the six things you should do for the week. First one this week is a watch. Your to-do is a watch. And that is to watch the Great British Baking Show. It's on PBS. It is, it's so, it's funny, it's sweet. It's, you know, it's a competitive show. But it's not American, so there's this, there's this very like, level of, of British politeness throughout the whole thing. Um, God, it's good. It's so entertaining, and baking is a fucking nightmare. So it's fascinating to watch how these people can pull all this shit together. But, yeah, yeah, yeah great show. It. So uh, watch the Great British Baking Show. All right, my first is a watch. Um, we, we, we screened this as a part of a double bill at Millennium Park. Uh, we watched WALL-E uh-huh. first, because that was environmentally sound, and then we watched Crash. Now, Crash, I've always had a problem with that movie. I don't, yeah. think it, I don't think it's a great movie. And the reason I don't think it's a great movie is it's written like a television. It's like a television script. It's very stereotypical. And it's and everybody's arc is basically the same. Yeah. And the, the, the ending is the worst ending of maybe any movie. Agreed. Because it's like 10 yes. minutes of, here's a long 30-second shot of Don Cheadle staring at something. Yeah. And here's Ryan Philippe walking away from a car fire. <laughs> and here's Matt Dillon helping his dad piss. And here's another <laughs> shot of somebody looking and emoting. And it just goes on. It doesn't stop. Yeah. However... That said, having watched it in the park, it's better than I remember it being. Okay. Um, and given that it was made in 2009, and we are now nine years later, and things have gotten, when it comes to racial politics, mm-hmm. even worse than it was even then, Yeah. it's very interesting to watch uh, that kind of just openly racist shit yeah. and kind of balance it with what we've got today. Okay. So I, I recommend it. I mean, hold your nose. Yeah, maybe skip the last ten minutes, but absolutely just so still not deserving of the Oscar. No fucking way, Brokeback Mountain. But Brokeback Mountain, when you think about it, would never be made today because neither of the leads were gay. Right. Yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah. 
Heath still Ledger be- might still be alive. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about that. Yeah, whatever. Okay. Uh, so my next one is it's another watch. Uh, so a couple weeks ago was Shark Week on Discovery Channel, like whenever whatever it's on. Uh, but there's an episode called Guy Fieri's Feeding Frenzy. It's where Guy oh, Fieri, yes. the fucking jazzbo from the Food Network, or you know the the guy with the bleach hair, you know everyone knows who Guy Fieri is, um, a UNLV alumnus, mind you. Um, but he goes diving with these sharks, and there's this scene. Just watch it for this one scene where there's a feeding frenzy happening, and they're like, "Oh my god, there's all this stuff happening." And then, like, well, where's, where's Guy? And he's just, like, he's losing buoyancy. And he's just sinking into this bottomless pit of the ocean. As, like, above, these sharks are just going ape shit and they're losing Guy Fieri. Oh, and it's awesome. the funniest visual. Because there's just, there he is, just, like, in the middle of fucking nothingness. Dropping. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so, right. so funny. I love that. I love that. That sounds fun. Um, all right, my, mine is a read. My second is a read. It's an article in Vox.com. It's called The Biggest Lie We Still Teach in American History Classes. Mm. Sean Illing uh, found James, in 1995, James Llewellyn, or Lowen, I don't know how you say it, uh, published a book called Lies My Teacher Told Me. It was a huge Mm -hmm. bestseller Mm -hmm. and all this kind of stuff. Um, And Sean Illing uh, basically has an updated interview with James Lowen and, and asks him things got better or worse and it's actually a very interesting read for a variety of reasons so I highly recommend that you read it it's on box.com okay and then my final one this week is a do cancel your cable you watch too much TV kill it read more Vox read more Vox read more books by Don Hall and David Himmel read more Literate Ape read more fucking Literate Ape and that's all internet no cable yeah cut the ties yeah watch the thing Uh, my third is uh have you heard of Funkin' Deezy? No. Okay, they're a local band, a okay. Chicago band. Um, it is sort of, I, I don't know how to really describe them, it's sort of like reggae meets Hindu meets circus. I mean, circus. Th- it's just like, they're just crazy. They just, they're like, um, they're like, uh, what's the name of that, uh, the marching band? There's I, a, I, I, I feel no so idea. bad that I can't remember the name of the marching band. But anyway. Is it an actual marching band? Yeah, it's here in Chicago. Oh. And they're, they're great. They're phenomenal. They're very, very edgy and very uh, DIY. A marching, an edgy marching band? Trust me. They're very, All right. they're, they're okay. fucking great. But anyway, Funkin' Deezy. I don't want to get it lost on this. Yeah. Funkin' Deezy, uh, like I said, reggae, Hindu fusion, you know, it's about, there's like nine or ten of them on stage. They're from Chicago. They've been around for a long time. They played Millennium Park not too long ago as an opener for the uh, Kingston All-Stars okay. and Sister Nancy. Yeah. And they were fucking amazing. Go to www.funkadizi. That is F-U-N-K-A-D-E-I-S-I. Funkadesi. Or dot com. Okay. And they've got CDs for sale and digital downloads. You won't be sorry. It's really fun music. And make sure, dear listener, that you put the www in there. Otherwise, you won't get where you're going. Is that true or not? Of course that's not true. Oh, okay. Well, I don't fucking know. Nobody said www ahead of a URL. I, I always like, put www. Do you really? Yeah. Well, now I'm not going to because no, I feel stupid That's lame. Now. Yeah. And I know stuff about the internet. I'm, wow, I didn't know. Nope. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> yeah, you should be. You've shamed me. And we're going to go and shame Don off air now. Thank you for listening. <laughs> This has been the Literate Apecast. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and on literateape.com slash podcasts. 
more information about Literate Ape, go to literateape.com and check out the rest of our podcasts, all of our writing, and our events. Music on the Apecast is courtesy of Mike Vinopal and Local Motive. You can catch them all over Chicago and online at locomotiveband.com. 